Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Driving Talk podcast, one of uh, a string of episodes over the next few weeks where we're going to really delve into Graves Motorsport trackside, aren't we, Paul? Yeah, we are. We've got exclusive access uh, all day through today, and then I'll be back on Sunday picking up some stuff, but it's an exciting end of BTCC big season event on the fantastic Brands GP, Rob. Well, Ash Sutton's going to win the championship in the British Touring Cars. I don't really care about that because our co-host, Max Coates, behind us is gunning for the Porsche Sprint Challenge title. Nelson King in the mini side of the Graves Motorsport tent is going for that rookie title and hopefully get some good points there. And to be honest, we're just getting real good podcast content. We've got some Mini Cooper Challenge drivers. They've been uh, mechanicking on the JCW cars today. We're going to talk to some of them. We've got some other great guests, haven't we? Yeah, we've got lots of people. Ethan Hamilton in the sister Porsche Carrera GT4 Club Sport, who uh, also had a podium at Silverstone last time out, so a double podium for, for Max and Ethan in that. Uh, both former JCW drivers, so progressed up into the, the Cayman GT4 class this year, and uh, Max and the team going for a championship. Ethan's coming off the back of some really strong results. Um, we've also got some other drivers on the other side, so Nelson, we've got Don Wheatley, we've got... Uh, a new driver to the team as well who's in the back of the garage who's had a really good showing first time out uh, his first race with some good top 10 finishes and some really really fast qualifying having come out of uh, fiesta juniors and then on top of that we've obviously got the btcc final i do think ash has normally got something special around here but actually you know the support races uh, the 911 GT3s on the other side obviously a recent podcast guest yeah, running there so Charles, Charles Rainford Charles Rainford go well there yeah so it's an exciting weekend one of the best weekends of the year and the sun's been out as well today so all to play for and some interesting results from testing today. Well, talking about picking his moments, Max has only chosen this time that we're recording the intro to this to go for a shower. So if you're listening to this back, Max, you had your chance, you decided to go and get clean. Cool. But he's had a couple of good sessions today. We'll find out more about that as the day goes on. I think I'm going to try and have a word with Carl Graves as well. I want to know about the nuts and bolts of Graves Motorsport, where it's come from, where it's heading to, and there might be a surprise in there as well. There could be. I mean, Carl obviously as the overall team manager, uh, taking up the mantle from Peter, who ran the team for a number of years and is still in the paddock uh, and is a welcome presence at all times and certainly keeps me amused on a minute-by-minute basis. Refuses to come on the podcast just because of uh, the potential for brand damage from his own personal brand, but, you know, we would we would allow that, so please come on, Pete, whenever you're ready. Uh, but Carl's obviously uh, been right the way through this from PB, PMW in the 320s right the way through to where they are today. So it's interesting to listen to that journey um, culminating in you know what happens next as well there's lots of exciting opportunities we know that there was talk of Matt's going to BTCC last year and he's moved over into a Porsche series and the pathway that that's opened lots of exciting opportunities so I'll be really interested to see what he's got to say well Paul there's no time like the present it's time to get into uh, our interviews and we're going to start off with a few Cooper drivers just to start off this episode of the podcast can't wait cool First of our driver interviews for the Driving Talk podcast this weekend is actually one of the mechanics for the JCW minis, but it's also one of the top drivers in the Graves Motorsport Cooper Trophy Championship this year. It's James Black. James, great to have you on the podcast. We're going to have a bit of a chat about your season because it's been it's been quite a year, hasn't it? It has, yeah. Thank you for having me on here. And yeah, from the hard work over the winter to even get onto the grid itself, um, so then, yeah, get the two rookie podiums here at Brands at the start of the year and just, yeah, continuously fighting in that top ten throughout the, uh, the duration of the season. has been, yeah, really good. 
some tough times, and uh, but definitely some good times as well. And uh, yeah, keeping busy this weekend as well with the JCWs. In terms of budget and everything going on, I mean, how difficult is it with this current cost of living crisis as well to get the sponsorship to, to even get to the grid, let alone anything else? It's a tough one. Say, I don't think I had a, a good day in the in the, in the off season trying to trying to piece it all together, but. Uh, no, so he made some good connections and say we'll see where that lies as possibly for next year as well. Um, so met a lot of new people, which is uh, which is good. So yeah, say it's definitely not easy, but uh, say having the luxury of being on the ITV4 and getting that good coverage and stuff is always quite beneficial for uh, for for my partners I've got on board this year. So where did it all start for you all those years ago? Talk us through your racing career up until now. I get asked this a lot and. It's kind of weird because so I live 10 minutes away from Brands, so it's my local track. I was always coming down there as a kid. And say so I sort of went go-karting for a bit of fun and then was like, oh, actually not, not half bad at this. And then yeah. say, bought a go-kart in 2015 now. Um, then we went sort of club racing and that, raced in the Junior Subaru Championship down at Bayford Benos in Sittingbourne. Then moved up to Junior Rotax and sort of went from there, built sort of connections with sponsors. Uh, to get up uh, into sort of the um, Forest S Championship. And then, yeah, I went car racing four years ago and haven't really looked back and say, done a lot of sort of hot hatch stuff with the juniors and then racing a lot of Clio's. And well, with the with the juniors as well. Yeah. So obviously mm. get going into circuit racing, how much of a baptism of fire was that coming in? Looking back at it now, I wish I'd done it in a completely different way. In what um, way? I think I would have liked to have tested a bit more and yeah. I, my mind sort of hadn't, because that was the year we had COVID as well. So yeah, yeah. it was a big shock to the system with that, mm. leaving secondary school and then also debuting cars. So um, so yeah, I think a big shock to the system, getting used to mainly front-wheel drive from a rear-wheel drive go-kart. Um, I've definitely got my head around it now um, in my fourth year in it. So, uh, so yeah, it was definitely a challenge, but I've enjoyed every moment of it. And the Clios as well. Talk us through working with the Clios. Yeah, and say... X obviously clear cup cars from the uh, from the Toka package, the Gen 3 and the Gen 4. So what the JW Minis replaced basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, say fantastic cars, really good to understand sort of the sequential gearbox and the limited slip diff, sort of the more race car-y side of it. And yeah, say a bit different to this year. I think the racing this year has been a bit more competitive, which is I've enjoyed. Um, but yeah, them cars were a joy to drive, that's for sure. Fantastic. And then moving on to this year with the yeah. trophy category, you kind of knew going in because you worked on the cars last year, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of knew coming into this year just how tight and how fraught this championship was. So yeah. was it quite daunting for you coming in? It was and say it was good to learn the mechanical side of it and say I was watching Nelson and all the rest of them race last year and was like, wow, this is something that's what I want to be a part of. So then, yeah, we are fortunate enough to do it. And yeah, to be in the top five in the first weekend, I was like, oh wow, we've actually got off to a good start. So yeah, it was, um, we always knew it was going to be tough. I think this year is ramped up even more compared to the last two years that we've been following it. So. It, almost, it almost looks like the, the, like you say, it's ramped up. It's almost, mm. everyone's almost just stepped up a little yeah. bit more. Is that being on ITV and being part of the Toka package at some rounds or is it that just the natural evolution of the drivers? I think it's a mixture. I think the, the the driver lineup this year, the top twenty is pretty competitive. Mm. I think now the cars have had a bit of evolution setup wise and stuff. Everyone's on the same playing field now, um, with sort of power output and setup wise. So it is the last sort of final margins that makes you the, the winner or even 
fifth place, top five. So absolutely. And for the rest of this year, obviously, you've got the finale coming up yes. here in about a month's time. So nervous? <laughs> no, I'm ready to get going and say. We actually, well, I finally managed to qualify. I have a good result at Silverstone in qualifying. So looking to sort of transfer that on a little bit. Um, Brown's been my local, say, the first round went okay. So I can't see why the last round won't be okay. Mm. Um, so another one of our uh, elusive guests on this episode of the Driving Talk podcast here, live at Brown's Hatch, um, is Alex Keynes. And there's a bit of a theme going on here. Uh, Paul is actually behind the camera in the background, but... Uh, Paul's noticed it as well, and it's that Graves like to get their Cooper drivers to get on the spanners as well. Alex Keynes, you've been racing in the Coopers this year, you've been doing very well. You run the car predominantly with your dad, don't you? Yep. Um, so you've taken some time out and you've come to work on the Graves car. What brings you here this weekend to work on the cars? Um, just learn, learn the cars, learn mechanicing. Um, obviously, working on the car back home with my dad was a bit of a, bit of a push into this direction. So. Mm. Yeah. You can hear, excuse if you can hear the uh, banter that's going on beyond this board, it's everyone doing data beyond that, that noisy <laughs> lot. So tell us about, we'll start off with your season this year in Coopers. How's it been for you? Um, it's been very good, I think. Uh, every single round has been an improvement on track. Um, we've started getting sort of consistent top tens, um, breaking into the top five as well. We're just looking for a podium now to make a good season. Absolutely, and a bit of a bit of a learning curve coming into it as well. Yeah. With such a high level, well, it's a high level in terms of you're on the Toker package for a couple of rounds, so that raises a profile. Have you found mm. that particularly difficult, or a bit more of a, um, a, a sort of carrot a carrot dangled in front? I, of you? I, I, I think it's been quite good, really. Like the crowds are really quite quite impressive to race in front of. Um, coming from karting as well, just learning like how to drive a car is very different. Um, with like weight transfer and things like that, you don't really have that in the cart. So it's been a, a lot to learn, but I think I've done pretty well for the first season. Fantastic. So where did it all start for you? Um, it actually started in 2021. We went to watch the Coopers at Thruxton, um, and my dad sort of got the idea to go Cooper racing, um, and he ended up bidding on a car and won it. So it just sort of grew from that basically. Fantastic, and then it's just a dad and lad exercise, get into the grid, and how did the tie-up with Graves Motorsport come in? Um, we sort of spoke around at, uh, at the Thruxton meeting, uh, spoke to a few teams, and we spoke to Carl, and we liked the look of the team, liked the, uh, liked the, the personnel, and um, we thought we'd go on board with them. Absolutely. So aspirations really so you've come in relatively new you've gone straight into circuit racing at arguably one of the most competitive one mate series in the country what's your sort of thoughts going into next year and beyond um i think next year hopefully we'll improve even further and be up the front consistently uh, in the coopers and then beyond that i'd like to like to improve my driving and maybe move up motorsport ladder as well all, all about learning anything particularly you'd want to go for? Uh, I'm not too sure yet, but um, we'll, we'll see when we get there. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Alex, thanks for popping in and having a quick chat with us. Thank you very much. Right, so that's Alex Keynes and James Black done. It's time for driver number three. Just get my race shirt on. Seriously, Paul. Right, so 
there's definitely a theme going on. We're just going to call this the Cooper Collective uh, for this episode. Because live from Brands, we've grabbed a third Cooper driver that's working on the JCW Minis. Carl was really driving home the slave labour. It's Alex Solly. He's back. Because we've spoken before at Brands, and you'd see on the Driving Talk podcast, um, if you go back through our feeds, don't forget, Driving Talk podcast is available on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, as well as on YouTube now, Alex. Don't forget that. Oh. Um, we've spoken before at Brands last year when you were with Enduro KA. Hey. Now, this year, you've had a hell of a year so far in the uh, Cooper Trophy series. So how has 2023 been for you? It's been interesting, that's for sure. Um, definitely had better results than we sort of set out to have. We knew it was going to be tough. You've had some good wins, though. Yeah, yeah. The the yeah the two wins at... Uh, the two, no, one win at Brands. Two wins at Fox. And yeah, that was quite a nice start. Um, but we've had, our, we've had our ups and downs this year with like, incidents, etc. Which has hindered us quite a lot. Um, so that has hurt. I mean, we yeah, we dropped down to fourth at one point after mm. leading it. So you know, we we would have been in quite a healthy lead by now if that hadn't have happened. But you can't play the game of if buts and maybe because it's motorsport. That's what happens. You almost have, you just you have to. It will be. It's difficult to. You have to look forward, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're starting to clinch back a little bit. It's going to be it's going to be very tough for the, the last round, but. You know, it is what it is. Well, heading into Brands, the last round, what's your? Because you, in theory, you can win it, can't you? Yeah, it's, it's still it's still within reason, yeah. And it's not like, oh, if he DNFs every race, blah blah blah. It's it is like a reasonable point gap. Um, I think thirty points. I think it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just as long as we just have the best weekend we can have, and hopefully it will come towards us. Absolutely. So, what is it you found about 2023 that's been different from the years previous? I mean, we were interviewing James earlier, and you you can listen back to um, that interview earlier in this episode. He he mentioned about everyone almost stepping up. It's just gone up a notch a bit from last year. Would you yeah. say that's the case? Yeah, I think um, there's been a lot more focus this year, and we worked hard because I had Alex Neville last year as a coach, and I was working quite hard on taking my head out of like the engineering point of view because I, I was trying to make the car quicker and not myself right um I, I was i wasn't driving properly stuff like that um so yes yeah, so that's been a big change where i'm sort of focusing on myself more and the car i'm happy with the car happy with how it's being developed um and i've had a, i've had quite a big change in lifestyle as well so i've changed my jobs etc still the same job but I'm doing it for myself so I'm not working for someone so I've got more flexibility so I can go testing and I can spend time where I need to doing um, any changes on the car like back at home etc um, but yeah I've been working really well with Dom this year um, and yeah I, th- I think ultimately we've just we've just sort of pieced together everything we've been looking for and it's just worked Absolutely. Now, we like to look forwards on the Driving Talk podcast, not backwards. So, moving forward, what's your aspirations going? Are you looking to make the step into JCWs next year? It's hard to say. Obviously, everything's fun-dependent. Yeah. I mean, it's been quite tight this year, but everyone says that, really. Um, we are trying hard to get some sponsors for next year and, yeah, hopefully make the step to JCWs. But, yeah, we'll see. Hey, so, I, everything's I, I, all budget dependent, is it? Yeah, I feel like I'm in the right mindset for it. 
I know it'll be tough because obviously I've seen how people I've raced with in the past, like Nelson, etc., have have coped with it. Um, so it's definitely going to be tough. It'll, it'll probably be a two-year campaign if you wanted to do it and go for the title. Um, I, I wouldn't expect to do it in the first year, but I'd, yeah, I'd definitely like to go into it. Um, so yeah. Let's hope you can pick up those uh, sponsors and get something going, eh? Yeah, hopefully, yeah. No worries. Well, I think someone's waiting for you to go and uh, work on their car. Oh. It's the same for the other drivers. So, uh, Alex Solly, <laughs> pleasure to speak to you Thank again, you. sir. We'll Cheers. let you get back to it. Right. Are we still on? You know what? I'm, I'm going to go with a bit of a different angle here. So, we've just interviewed three Cooper drivers, and now I'm going to go for the dad's perspective. Now, Thank you. Mark, okay. uh, we, we've interviewed James. You're the parent, the... I won't say expectant parent because it's a lot of pressure to put on your son to go racing, but when you see him racing in a paddock like this, what does it put you through? What does it put me through? Um, I'm, I'm proud of him. I'm proud of what we've achieved. Yeah. Um, my feelings, though, I, I have to take myself away from the mm. where he is, the situation, the cars around him, go and find a little bit of quiet space and just watch him on my own with no one around I don't, I don't know why it's just it's just the way i am as in anything happening and things like that it's a lot of it's, like, it's a lot of fast cars good drivers big grids anything can happen and he's your little boy out there isn't he? give me some absolutely but i mean you know obviously his rise up through the ranks as it were and now he's on the managed to get himself onto the cooper trophy grid this mm. year how difficult has it been to get the funding together on top of everything else? I mean, 70% of the racing is find, finding the budget, right? Mm, oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's really hard. It's really hard. Um, we've got some very loyal sponsors um, that come along with us. They've been with us for sort of seven years since he's been starting in kartings all the way through. They've followed us all the way through. They support us. Um, family, friends, anyone that can sling something towards the budget obviously helps and getting on the grid is the the be all and end all at the end of the day absolutely you ever been tempted yourself you know what no really i, I really haven't i i played football for many years wasn't interested in cars okay james kicked a ball once said he was interested in cars and that was it he converted us over we come to a touring car race here and all of a sudden we, it was we've whoa. never looked back and would i yeah i thought you know what, I'd actually quite like to go out with him. I don't know. You know what, I've never even been out with him as a passenger and he's a grade B instructor. I'll tell you what, there's I've a podcast. never been out with him. There's a podcast there. Paul's behind the camera. Paul, we've got to get him out in Wilma. That's a podcast episode I've, in that. I've, I've never... I've been with him in his road car and that scares me. And he's a great driver. <laughs> but in a race car, I don't know how I feel. I really don't. Petrified. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I'll do it here either, going down Paddock for the first time, you know, hanging on for dear life. But I'd like somewhere flat, if we can do something like that. That would be great. Lovely. Very flat. Lovely. Well, um, good luck, obviously, for the rest of the season. You've got a big finale coming up here in about a month's time. That's right. Yeah. Um, but for now, I guess you're helping him work on some of these lovely JCWs. Uh, supporting him to help work on the JCWs. Yep. Not helping. I'm not, get, I'm not getting anything dirty. You're eating the food, aren't you? I'm going to eat the food. Damn straight. I'm going to yep. join the entertainment. Maybe have a beer tonight. Yes, a beer does sound like a good equation. And on that note, over to the bar.